Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. My name is Harlan Spinks and I am your uh, Captain Works for this episode. I don't need to try and find a funny title for what we're talking about. Captain is appropriate. Um, I'm your Captain this week and uh, joined with me as always are my two lovely co-hosts and friends um, and lovers. Hmm. Jury's still out. Uh, Kyle Lux, say hi. Christ. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just getting dressed. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Kyle. And John, say hi. Hi. Whoa. Is John okay? Was he replaced with a gremlin? Uh, yeah, I had a little, a little, uh, fry. I gotta sip more of my Smirnoff ice margarita. Yeah. Um, mm, that sounds good. Yeah, take a nice slurp. It's beautiful, beautiful uh, for HD, the audio. Let's compress that audio. Let's do it. You know, it tastes salty. Ooh, like they salted, or like simulated, like a rim salting. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I Dude, like that. Food, yeah, that's weird. Science is bizarre. I'll tell you that why, is, John. That is a hundred percent chemical in there, and somebody figured out how to make a chemical taste like a salted rim with lime. Let me it, tell you. You know what? It might be. It might just be salt. True. <laughs> <laughs> The thing, the beauty of the salted rim is you get to choose when you engage with the salt. Yeah. Otherwise, this is a very dirty rim. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, I can't put my mouth anywhere on this thing without there being salt in my sip. Yeah. But like, but with that, it's like infused to be the perfect balance for what you enjoy. As a consumer, we have tested millions of people. and We have decided that you are the archetypal person who will enjoy this amount of salt in their beverage. I, is it like a scratch and sniff thing? Maybe you think that like they can do that. They can make the rim taste salty, but it's just metal. It's just the metal that tastes like salt, not the actual liquid. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Ah, oh, weird. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, drinking alcohol and dudes, there's no way. Every no, the, week. The, the, there's never a nope. good transition to get into there's, your topic. There's been like one or two, but this I can't. I can't find it right now. Uh, maybe it's because these notes and uh, the research I did for this is probably about three weeks old at this point. Um, uh, we were supposed to talk about this two weeks ago, and then something topical came up, and uh, then we talked about yeah. that instead. Um, so, not to bury, bury the lead anymore, we're going to talk about um, internet uh, clans, specifically gaming clans. And specifically, a specific clan. Oh my god! Specifically, oh Jesus. Jesus Christ! <sighs> god. Hey, I, I, I hated that too. I'm I hated it too. Exhausted from this intro. Let's dive in. <laughs> this week we're talking about a clan, uh, a Red Dead Redemption Two clan. Uh, called the Reaper Lords. Already out of the gate, this is so, so ridiculous. Yes, 
Yes, it is. I was so okay. So I made you guys do some homework in preparation for this. Uh-huh. Um, like maybe a week ago, I was like, "Hey, I'm going to send you a video. I want you to watch it." This is the video that I found months ago that I watched while I was like eating lunch or whatever, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting. Like, that's kind of cool." And then I forgot about it, and for whatever reason, I got another video recommendation about this clan. And I was watching, I was like, huh, maybe not so much. Yeah. And and I did some more research and I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about at some point on the show. I'll tell you what, from what I saw, maybe I'll eat my words later. Maybe you have more information than I do. I was like, I'm kind of down. Okay. So was I at first, I was like, mm. this is pretty cool. Like they're really like taking this to like what is, you know, some people would say the next level of so my, online gaming. Uh-huh, yes. Did you send the, me the next level? Did you send me a fluff piece then? Is that what you tell me? So I, technically, yeah, because that's Fuck. why that's what I watched initially that I was like, this is pretty cool. Like I liked the video. It was edited. Well, they went over a bunch of stuff so about I what this clan before, does before, before we get too far in it we should sure. set up the video to the people right so it's from a youtube uh account called white light i believe um yeah. and basically they're doing uh essentially like a spread and it and after watching it and after doing more research it feels like it wasn't fully independent you know what I mean? Like, I know in the video he talks about how, like, oh, yeah, like, I reached out to them and finally I, I was able to, like, get into this clan and find out what they're all about. But later it felt more like maybe this was PR on mm-hmm. both parties' mm-hmm. uh, yeah, behalf. I mean, there are 2.3 million views on this video. Yeah, not too shabby. Um, uh, Pretty good stuff. But basically it was like this... Uh, there were sort of some interviews where he talked about like the clan leaders and like what it what the process of getting initi- initiated like it's a fucking gang. Um, I mean, that's kind of what it, it kind of is that too, which we'll talk about. But like what what lengths people have to go to get invited and become a member, essentially. Right. And mm-hmm. like all the stuff about like, you know, a lot of us are ex-military or, you know, we have social anxiety things or like we don't a lot of some of the members have a hard time going out in public. And this is really like a real friend group for them. And so you hear that stuff. And you're like, oh, cool. Like this is really bonding these total strangers in this online virtual world. That stuff's awesome. All great. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But when you start, if and again, I made a point to tell you guys, make sure you read the comments. Yes. And that's where, and I didn't want, I didn't read the comments when I, on the first watch. So I, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But man, when I went. I didn't read when, the comments. Okay, well, we'll Bro. pull them up and we'll go through them because some of them are fucking brutal. Yeah. I literally um, finished watching the video minutes before. <laughs> it's totally fine. That's great. Um, but that's where you start to see sort of the public's perception of like the Reaper Lords. Um, I assume it probably goes for other types of clans where people uh, who are maybe more ingrained in the game and that world are like, this is fucking lame and crazy. So, uh, that was the thing that really was kind of a catalyst for me to be like, okay, we need to talk about this because there's so much divisiveness within, you know, the general public who are watching this and who play the game outside mm-hmm. of the people, a part of the, the clan. 
All that being said, we do need to establish a couple of things. I went to their website to see how they're marketing themselves because they are marketed as the largest uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption clan uh, in existence. So the problem with that is that there's... Well, it's Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Uh-huh. I think we should establish an even <clears throat> further baseline. Sure. I have played Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. never online. Kyle has never played Red Dead Redemption at all. Mm-hmm. So we need to get to the deep base of this because like, I don't fully understand the mechanics of what online play is about first off. And there may right, be John. other people that, that don't get like, cool. what the fuck a clan is? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, what are these people doing in, in converse- online gaming groups? Con- conversely, I have maybe, maybe haven't played RDRD too. Okay, just throw a fucking abbreviation at us like we're just all in your fucking thing. Well, technically, but, if you're referring to online, it's RDO. Yeah, excuse me. Oh I haven't played. God. Well, I haven't played either. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but I have <laughs> been in guilds, clans. Uh, this in, is where your expertise you. is really gonna gonna rise to the top, baby. Yeah, not my Harvest Moon expertise, but we'll get to that eventually someday, I'm sure. <laughs> oh but my God, we could for- do a week on that. <laughs> I'll, we'll I'll be the odd man out on that shit. I have not played. <laughs> no, you guys will both be the odd man out and you feel no, very No, I could just listen to Kyle tell stories for days. Got it. Great. And then I found grandfather's music box buried <laughs> under the tree. Maybe he thought, maybe someday one of my great grandchildren would find this. And I like to think that, well... I did, and I hope he's looking down on me. And are we doing another podcast? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, sp- I spaced out. I play online <laughs> games. I've been in clans and guilds. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, clans are. I, I, I when I was playing like Halo and and shit on Xbox Live, you would like for, some people would form clans where you would basically get into the same lobby and play as a team from your homes rather than like a LAN party, local okay. area network, John. Uh, where you would have to be in person Thank you. W- with another uh, console, right, in the same building. Mm-hmm. You could do it from the comfort of your own home. And so you would have these clans. I personally never really understood what the purpose was beyond that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Kyle has more insight into the deeper cesspool of clans, maybe? Well, well just, you t- I mean, you're talk- you, you need to know... When you join a clan, you are essentially committing to doing things on a schedule and your slack will affect everybody's good time. Got it. Okay, great. Because that's definitely part of this situation as well. You are agreeing to do X amount of things per week, mostly to accomplish something as a group. And if you don't, then you are dead weight and probably be let go. Got Got it. it. Does that answer your question? Yes, one of them. So what was the what was the other one? Next is specifically about Red Dead and like what the online gaming <clears throat> is like with that. Because like as somebody who just played it as a story mode, right? I understand you're a guy. You run through some shit. You yeah, do it's some linear. Stuff, it's linear, and so there's not a lot of other things. So with the online, you know, is it like Halo where there's a certain number of people that are allowed on a map at a time? So they have... And they're, like, fighting each other. Is it infinite? Like, fucking uh, Second Life? Is it, like... No, what what well, sort of classification are we talking about here? It has many different game modes. There is a free roam where you can interact with other people that end up logging onto the same server, essentially, mm-hmm. that you can meet strangers. 
Um, aside from the free roam, there's different types of roles that you can take. Like I think one of them is like moonshiner or bootlegger. And then there's one where you can just focus on doing like bounty hunting. So there's different game modes, like how in a first person shooter, it, you would have gift different game modes. Um, but it's not like, it's not like something like a call of duty war zone where you all end up in the same lobby and there's 150 of you all out murdering each other. Mm-hmm. It's not that massive. It's much smaller scale. There are team deathmatch games that you can log into. So they kind of run the gamut. <clears throat> do they do like all- server mm-hmm. layering or anything like that? Or I don't know what that is. It's like, okay, so, uh, we're all learning today, guys. This is, again, another reason why I was like, hey, guys, watch this video, because games games is complicated. Games is complicated, and it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me draw a comparison. Uh, Great. In, De- in Destiny, for example, uh, if you're going to fly into the tower, which is, or actually any zone, let's say any zone in Destiny, <clears throat> there's a cap amount of people that can be active in that zone at any time. That, so, yeah, that is that is my particular question I, relating to specifically this video. I think I think there is based on in in the Reaper Lords promo video that I had everybody watch that this is all based around. There is a certain number of people that can be in the lobby at any given time because a lot of the comments and other research I was doing is like this is lame because uh, like all these people join the lobby, all, this entire clan joins the lobby and then they reach the max capacity of that lobby. So there's nobody else okay. in the lobby. Mm-hmm. So what is the point and what is the fun of that? It's like a bunch of people all doing nothing but together. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a cap on these servers. Got it. Okay. Yes. Um, but so, so, so that's, that's how uh, Red Dead Online works, RDO, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, different game modes, there is a cap. Um, but um, going back to the Reaper Lords themselves, like I said, I went to their website to kind of see how they were marketing themselves. They've been around actually longer than just Red Dead. It originally started in Grand Theft Auto V. Um, okay. But on the on their website, they have multiple little blurbs that are kind of like like their mission statements or like action items and things that they do. So I have this kind of broken down my notes, broken down by each of these little blurbs they have because they are specific to what they do. So the website says pride in being part of something special. And then under that, it says not your average gaming club. Mm -hmm. So the, one of the first little blurbs mission statement says, Reaper Lords MC was founded in 2013 as an online motorcycle club within Grand Theft Auto Online. The club created strict rules of membership modeled after real-world biker clubs. Any red flags maybe popping up for anybody yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. What, racially um, inclusiveness? That's uh, Racial inclusiveness? That's what I'm immediately thinking of. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's so much uh, about that. Just the real world biker clubs comparison is mm-hmm. probably not the best thing you want to be compared, comparing yourself to. Well, it's it's just, you know, folks that watch a lot of Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Which, decided. hey, I definitely did, man. So I get this vibe, that you know feeling what? of. It was a biker soap opera. And it, it was a biker exactly soap opera. what it was used for and what it was enjoyed as. Yeah. But you're it's, saying this was a club that existed in real life. They started gaming. 
N- no, it no. exists via gaming. Based on oh, okay. real world biker club, like hierarchies, rules, things like that. Initiation um, city sort of things. Exactly. Um, uh, it goes on to say our highly structured organizational design poof, and rigorous recruiting process within the crazy world of GTA quickly attracted the attention of Rockstar Games and the gaming media, inspiring many imitators and leading to thousands of applications for membership. Reaper Lords have established well-respected charters on both Xbox and PlayStation. Also, can we just briefly pause and talk about how Reaper Lords sounds like an auto-generated <laughs> fucking name that like mm-hmm. randomly hit two words that sort of sounded okay together? Well, Reapers are sick, and being the lord of them is fucking way cooler. But if you're the lord also of multiple Reapers, like, what are they reaping? Are you then, as lord of the Reapers, a Reaper yourself? Look, John, yes. here's the thing. Truly, I've watched, that's the question. I've watched all 15 seasons of Supernatural twice, so I can, I'm a little bit of an authority on this. <laughs> wow, we're really pulling out all all of Kyle's bags of Look, tricks. you want to talk about video games and nerd shit? I'm going to show up to the fucking table, dude. He's got, okay. He's got the fucking buy-ins and the money to back it. You know Fuck who the yeah. Reaper Lord is? It's fucking Death. Death is the man, sure. and he has his fucking Reaper's out there who have to fucking collect their fucking uh uh what's the thing that souls no cops have to fucking hit their uh thing quota Quota. thank you reapers need to hit their fucking quota uh and they pay the man and the man is death and death loves greasy food so uh, okay wait you lost me that's a supernatural thing don't worry about it okay so our supernatural fan listeners will get that one no our our supernatural fan will get it yeah (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay. you have to have more than just one fan kyle anyways the reaper lords are just it's uh, to me that just means they are death they they are death creeping death sort of to, to me it actually is quite evocative sure uh it just it it does ring like the sons of anarchy sound like you know how totally. it, certain band names eventually that band name doesn't sound like the lame thing it is because the band is really good this yeah. is like this sounds like something that yes. a 14 year old would write on like their trapper keeper who who's like just found out about nirvana or you God, know what i mean bro mm-hmm. i love that band in flames yeah yeah exactly <laughs> cool, cool man like so many people when they're like yeah we're in flames people are like mm. Do you okay. want to try a little harder or a fire inside <laughs> eventually mm-hmm. they were just like fuck it we're afi i don't want to say all that <laughs> shit anymore <laughs> um so like i said the reaper lord started on uh, in, in grand theft auto so uh back in 2009 i don't know how familiar any of you are with grand theft auto or the like dlcs that came after its release but there was a dlc that was released called lost and the damned uh what which is a dlc downloadable content oh okay all right aka an expansion yes so See, so that, i understand that <laughs> so i don't mean to laugh directly in your face john um you, you couldn't if you tried <laughs> um so 2009 lost in the damned was released after several years of petitions by um actually dozens of other in-game excuse me, in-game MCs, 
like motorcycle clubs uh, that Rockstar f- that were playing Grand Theft Auto. And basically they were like, hey, we want motorcycles. We want like the whole, all of GTA is based around cars mm-hmm. and planes and helicopters and shit like that. And But there were no motorcycles. So people who are in clans petitioned to get more of that type of content. And they did. Uh, I mean, several years, seven years later in, uh, 2016, yeah, 2016, (laughs) yeah, there was a content update. I mean, that's one of the problems with rockstar in general is that they are so bad at releasing content or updating current content. Like there's still a glitch in red dead, the Mm storyline that pisses people off all the time it's like you'll be wearing warm clothes in a in the campsite where you like go and people the npcs around you when you walk by them they'll be like man you should put on some warmer clothes you're gonna freeze (laughs) to death and you've got literally a bear head on your head on (laughs) so it's like that's it rockstar is just not very good at fixing those little things um so seven years goes by they release a bikers content update which basically allowed players to <clears throat> purchase a clubhouse. It had a hierarchy similar to like real life MCs. So captain, sergeant at arms, whatever the other ones are, I can't remember. Uh, all the sons of anarchy treasure was stored mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah, it has left my brain at this point. Um, there were a lot of more detailed animations. Like they actually put timing belts uh, and there were on the motorcycles that you could see like moving and there were motorcycle idols. Uh, there were new game modes that encouraged uh, formation riding with the other MC members um, and a lot more like character customization stuff. So <clears throat> the seven years was kind of worth the wait because it it made it feel like you could be part of a real motorcycle club uh, in a video game, which <laughs> again I don't know how cool that really is at this point. And again, Ugh. I just want to stress, I have fucking been there. I have a motorcycle. John has a motorcycle. Many of our friends ride motorcycles. And the idea of an MC, that culture of quote unquote, like brotherhood or belonging mm-hmm. is super enticing. I'm not going to lie. It's great. Especially if you're somebody like me, who's an only child, who's always kind of like never felt like I fit in and having that outlet. That's a great thing for a lot of people. Hey, yes. I can identify with that as well. That's why I got into online gaming at an early age where I could join guilds. Totally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's a great thing. But, you know, the problem with motorcycle culture in general is it doesn't have the best historical track record with being the most <laughs> diverse uh, or uh, accepting. Um, lots of Confederate flags <laughs> being flown around on Harley Davidson. So, right. Not. I'm not about that that lifestyle. So it this whole thing just kind of feels you know right. <clears throat> yeah, that I, know. And I feel like there's like a, an added arrogance that comes with it where it's like Oh yeah, there's superiority for sure. You're just you're just playing GTA, man. You guys yeah. see there's nothing a problem though, <clears throat> you're playing Baldur's Gate two and you're in you're in a guild called uh, the LW, which are the legit warriors. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. That's all just good fun. Yeah, that's well, good. that's, that's, that's all, just that, good. That's good. That's boys being boys, huh? That's, that's a, all fantasy shit. You know what I mean? I, I feel like the, the line gets blurred when it starts to sort of encroach on modern history. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, like, that and like verbal abuse and like, you know, yeah, drug abuse, consequences, domestic abuse that comes that along with it. said, my, my guild leader did disappear because he allegedly was raided by the 
FBI, uh, and they found a shitload of weed in his dryer. Uh, and then uh, he went to jail, so then our guild broke up. But, yeah. <laughs> well, cool. well, at least he wasn't found beating a, beating his wife or something. That no, that, no, he was chill. His name was BK the- Blaze. He was too high to do most anything. It was fine. I would hope so with a name like BK Blaze. I want yeah. Burger King now. I don't he know how he his name. led our war effort with all that weed in his system, but we can talk about that another time. That's not really some people hard. are high functioning uh, weed heads. We stoners sure. wow dude i forgot the word stoner what's a stoner harlan oh my god or, i think the word you were looking for was pot pothead 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 yes uh, reefer yes. smoker i love ceramics <laughs> i'm a so, pothead so there <laughs> jesus back on track if why why even try to keep it on track at this point who gives a shit oh, um man. They, uh, there were multiple, so, okay, yeah, so in 2016, Vice did an interview because this clan started to kind of get bigger on Grand Theft Auto. Uh, they were making a name for themselves. Obviously, however they've marketed themselves, they've done a fantastic job, and I think that has led to a lot of their recognition and success as this, or because it, it's an organization now. Mm-hmm. It's not just a couple of friends playing video games together. It's a full-on business. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and from this Vice article, one of the... Uh, God, I wish I could think of the right word for, like, the head of the clan. President. Uh, pres- yeah, president. The, the figurehead? Yeah, one because he, he was the guy that was interviewed in the video I sent you, but he's also in this Vice article, and they interviewed him, and his username is Dirty Worka, W-R... W O R K A. And he, they asked him some questions and he said, uh, in, in regards to the like initiates, he says, these are the Brown jackets pointing to the motionless guards outside the club who could easily be mistaken for NPCs. They're the new recruits, the prospects, which is more motorcycle terminology, Mm -hmm. hoping to soon earn their patches, more motorcycle terminology and, and full membership to the club. Uh, quote, we torture these guys. Dirty continues. It's horrible. This was from 2016. So did they internally call it a club? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's a full on digital virtual MC. motorcycle club. Right. Yeah. I, I just feel like the <clears throat> thing we watched was calling it the clan over and over again. So well, that's, 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 this is GTA. What we're talking about right now. Got it. This is the GTA version before they they moved over because they are now much larger on Red Dead. I just didn't know if the terminology was carrying over or not. That's all. Yeah. N- no, uh, yes and no. Some sometimes, but like, uh, like I think they still call them like prospects, and they mm-hmm. they talk mm-hmm. about like patching people in. Um, they still have the same like MC hierarchy, like the sergeant at sure. arms and all sure, of those sure. things. Um, they they treat it the same way in Red Dead as they do in grand theft auto uh it's just you know no motorcycles you've got fucking horses basically um and so a couple of things from that article that he he talks about which is basically that these prospects they do as they're told and they don't speak unless spoken to um uh one of them uh he mentioned had been in the, the same position for around a month uh basically like uh standing guard outside of a, f- a f- fucking 
building so that's like, that's the, that is one of the things that like <laughs> got brought up in the comments and like is so confusing to me knowing some of these things is like they say like okay you know stand guard look at this building and they're yeah. like in the video they're making it seem really intense like these guys are just watching their maps they're just they got eyes on the map seeing anything yeah. unusual comes in exactly and in the comments everyone is like you idiots filled up the entire lobby what could be coming for you yeah exactly nothing Literally nothing. At this point, it's just like a discipline thing. Do this because this is real life, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's where some of the weirder sort of like manipulative parts of this come from and like the power trips that it feels like some of the founders have. And there are, by the way, I didn't mention, I, I think there's, so there's a thousand slots a year. 98% of the applicants don't get accepted um I, so i i don't get it because in the video they said that there was 80 people involved in it and so if there's yeah. a thousand spots a year how does that even fucking work well a lot of people get kicked or like i found a number uh as of 2019 there were approximately 70 members got it okay M- my thought is that they check out a thousand people per year but only take yes. two of those well year. and they do they uh, do like i see i see i see they do those big meets in the video where they're like literally asking people who are being, you know, potentially recruited questions like what, why are you here? Why do you mm-hmm. want to be a part of this? And if they don't answer them, they fucking just shoot them and like yeah. kick them. So it's a lot of that going on, which again, Not framed. Gr- yeah. <laughs> in the cert- in a certain framing is like, wow, these guys are hardcore and they really vet all these guys in another light. It's kind of like, Man, how often are they just inviting people to like have this weird power trip of like, nope, you Not know what I mean? Not good enough to face yeah. this person. Yeah, it, it feels so. That's where it starts to feel a little shaky for me. Um, some of the other things he said about the recruits is uh, they're expected to pay attention, learn the rules, and pass the tests. Those tests are undisclosed exactly what they do. Um, they, do have they have to, to pay dues. I I think one of the last things I I in my research was that they were uh more recently asking for money to be accepted <gasps> which there was wow. a whole rockstar forum that was like this is fucking crazy that's and nuts. also maybe illegal yeah i mean like that's that is wild cuz they're not getting anything yeah, yeah they're like, getting membership dues- yeah, dues go to like paying for shit in real life. Yeah, you know, like like, re- like infrastructure, infrastructure like, real- <laughs> like bills, like lighting, yeah. like food for potlucks and shit like that. But like, you're literally an online gaming thing. You're just doing yeah. it to be a dickhead. It's 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 uh yeah, it, contentious to say the least. Um, they also have to. This is a thing that they carried over. It's not a functionality in Red Dead, but it's something that was carried over from Grand Theft Auto, the bikers uh, DLC, which is they had to learn to ride in formation. Now, I'm pretty sure in Grand Theft Auto, it's an easier functionality. Like you hold, click a button, or you move into a certain position, and you'll like stay on that course in a formation. Red Dead doesn't really have that. Like you have to manually make sure your horse doesn't get freaked out by a snake and like trample over everybody in this formation. So they have Mm. to learn to do that manually. Um, they take, uh, they'll be taken on test rides, do laps at, at, at a track park properly. So this is like the motorcycle stuff, uh, in grand theft auto, they do laps, 
parking and it's basically like taking a digital driver's god it sounds so lame yeah which like i got bored of actual red dead redemption like i don't want to fucking horse around (laughs) with a bunch of random ass dudes that i've never met you know um and then he he finally says this is a quote from me he says uh, after six to eight weeks we actually learn their names and what they're like so not people just numbers mm-hmm. um like i said 98 percent of these applicants don't get accepted there's mm-hmm. a thousand slots that fill up there's approximately 70 maybe you know at two years th- three years ago 70 or so full members um they also call themselves a one percent club which <gasps> <God damn it. laughs> just just means that they only uh go oh. to free aim lobbies not auto aim lobbies because in grand that rockstar yeah. games have auto yeah but for anybody who doesn't know why that's kind of an issue is one percent motorcycle clubs in the real life do really shady shit like mm-hmm. deal drugs and potentially traffic people. Um, right. There's also the implication of that they're like the 1% of like a skill level within the game. Totally. That too. Yeah. Yeah. In this context, it's probably, it's more on that, but it's, you know, yeah, I, no, I don't know. Borrowing from both as like a play it. on terms. I'm just yeah. calling out what I saw in the, in the thing we watched. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the members are actually real friends, uh, you know, friends in real life and they do keep in contact with each other. I think there was one thing. It might've been in the video I sent you guys where they mentioned that one of their members died actually in real life. He passed away and they, some of them went, oh, in the game they went, they made, you can like, I guess, set up like actual gravestones Mm -hmm. in the game, Mm -hmm. but I think some of them actually like went to the real funeral Mm. so it's it's hard right when there's so many sort of red flags but then there's like these sorts of things where it's like they do feel like they're friends and they are friends you know what i mean like there's no denying that so it's it's hard to separate i mean okay so this is where i think my opinion about this is going to differ from your guys's opinion (laughs) Maybe totally. a little bit. That's uh, because, like, uh, I mean, like, I've, I've, I was in like, you know, hardcore like raiding clans and like WoW or guilds uh, in WoW for years, and it's like you form these like really intense connections with these people, um, and to the point where I remember this one time, uh, I was I was out in Santa Cruz growing up, and I got a phone call. Answered the phone. It was like, "Hey, man, what's up? It's Beater." Uh, B-E-E-T-E-R. Uh, he was the main tank in our uh, raiding guild at the time. And uh, he was like, hey, man, my my, uh, my wife's thinking about owning the business in Santa Cruz. Like, where should she, like, look in for properties in uh, the town? I'm like, oh, yeah. And like, I, I gave him, you know, like, let Actual, him know like, like, some, li- some busy streets yeah. and stuff. And it was like, all right, cool, man. See you online, whatever. And then, like, hung up and went about my life. But it's like, that was a normal interaction from a dude who lives nowhere near me. Yeah. But, like, I have like a total connection and like familiarity with him. You know what I mean? Totally. I think, I think in no way Har- Harlan and I are neither mocking nor denying the connections and like real implications that are or like real life uh, interactions that happen online because that yeah. is completely valid. And like even in this video that was featured that uh, Harlan sent us, you know, talking about like people from the military who like really love the structure of things i think where this 
steps over the line is using like what real life motorcycle shit is in terms of like an online thing and essentially just being ruthless to be ruthless sake and sure, like having sure, sure, absolutely sure, sure. no fucking objectives we're like yeah. with wow and those sorts of things like you guys have fucking plans you go on and do stuff yeah. in in this video that we watched it was just them going to a house it was like yeah. That, that's, that nothing that, was done. It's just that's, like you guys, John, just like no, very fair. nothing being accomplished. Drink beers on a fucking Zoom call and like have a more productive day than going online and literally verbalizing, like verbally terrorizing random people yeah. across the country. The the difference, which we haven't really gotten to, is the some what can be considered like verbal and emotional abuse that these founders sort of place on these recruits. Because they are forcing them, and forcing might be the wrong word because these people are willingly trying to be a part of this clan, right? But the way it's you see it played out in certain instances could be considered quite toxic. And yeah. not to mention, like, we've mentioned the implications of using the inspiration from Real Life Motorcycle Club, hierarchy and things like that, but also using the... Uh, uh, sort of manipulative and frankly some brainwashing techniques from the military itself that these guys have a background in. You know yeah. what I mean? So the line gets a little blurred when these guys who have had this power or know how those sorts of structures work to people who are unassuming and do not know and don't have that same background. Like yeah. 13, 14, 15 year olds who knows how old some of these people are? They're like, this clan seems sick. I like the idea of the structure, but I have no real world experience with what that feels like on, a, on an emotional or psychological level. And yeah. if that's your first experience on an online game, that's not chill. That's the bat. That's where I'm like, nah, like you can't be taking advantage of strangers, uh, their gullibility or their ignorance to some of these techniques, right? That's the big difference here. And frankly, for me, at least. what it looked like was like a lot of those guys were in their 40s. You know? Yes. Totally. Uh, the, at one point, it says that the youngest member that's accepted in is full. Not, mm -hmm. not to say that there isn't younger people going through the process. Recruit, yeah. Is 18 and the oldest is in the early 50s or something like that. So right. it's like a range. But most of it is above 30. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is totally. fascinating and in, in, in multiple ways yes so the other little blurb it goes on to describe what the reaper lords do it says the reaper lords from uh the reaper lords from all over the world are active on both grand theft auto online and, and red dead online club functions and activities are focused primarily on red dead online with all recruiting club meetings and most gameplay occurring within the wild west beyond gaming lords have raised thousands of dollars for charity and host real world meetups in the u.s and europe with active chats to discuss club goals a dedicated social media presence they're huge on facebook by the way yeah that tracks and more on the horizon uh, membership in Reaper Lords offers a truly unique experience that goes well beyond gaming. So when I read that, I was like, huh, what have they actually donated to or mm -hmm. what events yeah. have they actually All hosted? Right. Here we go. They okay. have they have a charity page, uh, I think 
The only things I could find, though, were a breast cancer GoFundMe, okay, a a Save the Children donation page that had zero dollars. That's vague. Um, from uh, a 2014 uh, Rockstar forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, uh, let's see, uh, Reaper Lords had been asking. Okay, so this is what I mentioned earlier. So those were the only two like donation things I could find. A breast cancer GoFundMe and a Save the Children donation page that had no donations to it. Boobs and Killer. kids, got it. Yeah. It's just um, one, one person's, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, a single breast cancer go. It yeah. was for uh-huh. someone's breast cancer yeah, like, not, treatment. Not general. Right, not so- gen. But still boobs. I could still say boobs. <laughs> <laughs> From so yeah, and then after that, it was what led me to the Rockstar Forum, where people were like, they're charging people to be members. Mm. Uh, they'd been asking for donations to get patched into the club. Um, one user noted that Reaper Lords were featured in the Rockstar, the official Rockstar News, like uh, page. And it seemed like uh, the Reaper Lords were trying to capitalize off the press slash off the press with this essentially pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there were a lot of people like the, the forum. I wish I had these linked again. I looked at this shit three weeks ago. I apologize. Um, basically, everybody that was responding to these allegations were like, this is fucked. Uh, oh this gosh. is not cool. Um. So in terms of like uh, sort of the recruiting, um, basically all the like I said in in their or like their little blurb said it all all the re- recruiting now takes place in Red Dead, um, and they basically make make people walk around as guards, just mm-hmm. sort of standing yeah. around aimlessly. Yes, well, not aimlessly, John. They are told to look out for bad guys. That is true. Yes, I'm sorry. They have you never aim, know. It could come from. It could be someone from within the organization that so flips true. one day, baby. Acting shifty. Yeah, maybe maybe they're wearing a wire, man. Jacques. <laughs> um, in 2021, uh, let's see. They had again under a hundred full members. Uh, but this also doesn't account for the pledges, I don't think. So it could be way more than that of the people who are not fully patched in, quote unquote, or full members. Mm-hmm. Um, they had been playing, uh, Re- Reaper Loots have been playing Red Dead Online since its launch, uh, bringing the same sort of gameplay philosophies they established in, in GTA. Um, nobody sort of like idle, it's like idly fidgeting with the controls. Uh, no one's like spamming emotes like you would see in another game or attempting to draw attention to themselves. There's sort of like this unspoken level of etiquette, I guess you could call it, uh, that's unlike other experiences. Yes. My favorite moment in that video was, uh, someone being like, yeah, we had someone on guard outside the house and, uh. Yeah, he, uh, he he later admitted to us that he was uh, playing Animal Crossing on his guard duty. He's on no an, longer on with an, us. On another device. Yeah, another device. He's he is no longer with device. us. He is no longer with us. Yeah, he's no longer. We don't do Did that you kill here. him? What, where's his body? <laughs> they, they killed him in real life. They had to so find him. Went you, to his house. Before they killed him, they go, you'll never log in again. Yeah, I, just, I, was, <laughs> I would be that person. I would be like, oh, all right, I'm fucking Oh, you just want me to stand here? Like, I'm, I'm just gonna yeah i'm gonna make from, some friends 
I'm gonna put I'm my gonna controller sh- down and shape just, my island. I gotta for a get minute. this Tom Nook raccoon guy off my back. <laughs> yeah. I owe him a shitload of money. Yeah, I, I gotta get I gotta get cracking on that debt. May as well you do know, it while I'm sitting here watching for this full server of friends. You know, uh, threats. I've never played Animal Crossing, but the one thing I know about it is that that guy is a fucking Tom annoying Nook. asshole. Oh yeah, he won't ever shut up. It's a shakedown, man. He's the he's nicest a, bookie a, you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah, you know, he lures you in with his fucking safety, but so he's a criminal. I, I was actually wondering when that was going to come up, Kyle, the guy that got kicked for playing Animal Crossing, because it's like, dude, what do you expect? Like, you're forcing these people to stand in a lobby that's only members of this clan right. to guard this clubhouse from ghosts like what you know what i mean yeah yeah and the other thing that was funny it was like you know like we ride into town we go in uh <laughs> single file down to double just because it makes a bigger statement I'm like for who yeah like for who i like that's such i and i understand the visuals of like a western game that's such a a western movie trope that like the, the the bandits come down the the through the the main street single file two and there's two. Wow, 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 playing it you know it's high noon and shit like that but that was like you know that probably didn't even actually happen in real life yeah but the, also you're the, shivering the timbers of non-players like yeah fucking computer controlled shit yeah exactly so um from an ign article that was written about them uh says members talk about how unique the experience is and how they've forged strong bonds one uh let's see who is this oh yeah this is the the one of the guys talking about dirty dirty worka talking about um (laughs) (laughs) talking about how one of their earliest members lord god you know, this guy died. <laughs> this guy's no longer with us. Actually. But actually, for real. But I, I, I don't want to say his username out loud because I just don't like it so much. Ooh, okay. Then, for so many reasons. Then don't. Then don't. No, I have to. I have to for our, for our listener. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Lord Dillinger Capone. Oh, I thought it was going to be somehow other no be not racist or like no <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like some, gonna some, beeps. some early 2000s halo username shit <laughs> Look, yeah. man i thought it was gonna be with it, at, it with it no 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 it's cringier in a different way it's dillinger capone uh, may he rest in peace yeah oh fuck sh- i feel so bad <laughs> That's a God. shitty username. Sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, Dillinger Capone. Sorry, bro. Oh my God. Um, my boy uh, DC. He DC'd. Uh, so yeah, he says uh, uh, he passed away uh, in real life. So it seemed very fitting that we would select a location uh, to pay homage to him and keep his memory alive. That's sweet. That's great. Um, Dillinger Capone. Um, another little blurb. Moving on from, from that. <laughs> Is on, on the website. Uh, it it says Reaper Lords will continue to set new standards and expectations for what a gaming crew can be. While online gaming has become a massive global industry since our inception in 2013, Lords have also grown and evolved beyond what most other gaming clubs can manage, and we are excited by what the future holds. 
By never losing sight of our core values, respect, maturity, loyalty, and commitment, we honor the pillars upon which the Reaper Lords were built, ensuring we stand the test of time. If you think you have what it takes to be a part of it, apply today. Cool. So Be all that you can be. Yeah, sort of. Again, it has that sort of propagandist join... You know what I'm like. You can like you, what you said. Be be all you can be. You know, fucking Uncle Sam needs you. Okay, so what I don't have the context for is here is what in Red Dead Online. Mm-hmm. What is the goal of the game? What are you doing? It looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It looks beautiful. <laughs> totally. You yeah, get to she- get some sweet fucking drip going. Like mm-hmm. it looks tight. But like, what are you? doing so so red dead online has from the beginning has some controversial functionality mainly it was it got a lot of shit for the pay to play stuff where basically you would pay to be able to upgrade because the money system was so broken you couldn't do it any by any other means sure i think they sort of fixed some of that but like i said there's different roles so you can go from the story right where you're doing a bunch of different stuff like stealing sure. wagons or stealing horses or robbing banks and that's and, accessible on rdo like you can yes. do that with friends okay cool cool yes exactly so you can jump into like i said there's the bootlegger one where you go and like craft right. moonshine and and sell it and do transport missions essentially resupply missions things like yep, that yep but yep. you can also do like basically every western trope i'm i'm pretty sure is its own sort of role that you can take up and then you level up like a class right mm-hmm. like a class in something like call of duty or i assume you know destiny or apex legends you pick a class you level that class up you get new perks and new benefits from within that class mm-hmm. Or from whatever your weapon loadout is or however you're playing the game. So I know like Call of Duty doesn't really have classes. It's more you specialize in a weapon category. Yeah. So with Red Dead, it's you can do all the stuff that maybe you really liked from the story mode that, you know, there's only a handful of missions. So now you can just focus on doing that a bunch, either alone or with friends. Okay. So this this group of people, they actually will go out with this goal of accomplishing something. I don't know because it seems yeah. like they really just jump into like the team deathmatch scenarios. I didn't see anything about them doing, you know, fulfilling these roles or trying to right. increase okay, the cool. funds. So it, it seemed to me that a lot of people's experience, like uh, firsthand experiences encountering them were in like team deathmatch, like shootouts essentially. Sure. So it doesn't seem, I mean, who knows? There's fucking 70 or 80 people. I'm sure some of them jump into the different like mm-hmm. roles in, in Red Dead, but it, it, there was no clear mention of yeah, that. No, that's, 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 that's acceptable <clears throat> for me. It seems to me that player versus player uh, PVP would be the, like you, you have a dominant force of like, t- uh, you know, uh, dedicated, uh, disciplined, people who are like ride or die for this cause like they were talking about like hey if the gunfight wears on for too long someone could log off and someone from the uk could log on to take your place in the gunfight yeah and it's it's very much like um uh like an endless supply of soldiers to like win this fight (laughs) totally yeah exactly basically just outlast anybody yeah yeah um so 
like we've already kind of talked about, there is, you know, the ex-military aspect, um, the extremely strict regimen for the pledges that are essentially mundane and tedious, which I, I don't know how anybody else plays video games, but just standing around with my Xbox on staring at the screen isn't my idea of a lot of fun. Right. I, yeah. I, I'm sh- I'm sure I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe they're logging in to have the interpersonal aspect of it, but I, I don't know. That seems like it kind of defeats the purpose. Who knows? I don't know. Again, the 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 main issue I have with is the feeling of this sort of power trip that the founders and even some of the like lower ranking people who administer these tests have over some of the pledges. Um, I, I mean. Like people literally stand in game for a uh, six hours, yeah, in real time, just standing there. Yeah, that's not fun. Um, I don't so, care what the purpose of it is. That's not a fun gaming experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually reading through the apply <laughs> section of the Reaper Lords website right now because, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, maybe I'll apply. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and it is bad. The FAQs are not chill. Oh, really? I didn't even look at the FAQ. Oh, God. Well, it's like, uh, can I join the GTA uh, MC only? And it says, no, all recruits for Reaper Lords are in Red Dead Online only. Then it goes on. So, so if you don't... Okay, so that's a problem, right? If somebody really likes Grand Theft Auto and wants to join this clan, they have to buy Red Dead Redemption to log on to and join just to so they can be a part of the Grand Theft Auto. To have, to have a chance to... A chance to even you yeah. have, like, but also, not even a guarantee. <clears throat> drop sixty bucks or whatever it is. Also, hey, like maybe if they look a little further, they'll find some better groups of people to play games with. Yes. Well, they see that's the thing. Um, one says, uh, "I have a Rockstar crew with a few friends. Do I have to leave our crew in order to join the Reaper Lords?" Oh no. Yes, yeah. we require one hundred percent loyalty. You must leave all GTA and RDO crews that you are in in order to apply. You may still join if you're involved in a club or a clan outside of GTA or RTO, but you must remain active with us. Yeah, I don't know, man. I this I have a couple of little things here that I just want to quickly mm. get through. Sure. The last little part on their website says the Reaper Lords is an incredibly diverse group of strong-minded and steel-willed gamers from uh from over the globe that each bring their own unique perspective to the club as individuals we come together in video games to be badass bikers and cowboys our online adventures are epic our battles are the stuff of legends and our celebrations always respect and honor our deep roots and club traditions but reaper lords transcend gaming now that is a fully Bacon blasted loaded statement. If I've ever <laughs> cr- sour cream and chives and all. Hey, that sounds delicious. That that's a, sound good. That's a pretty wild thing to say about yourself in terms of anything. I mean That's I'm, marketing, baby. It's marketing for sure. For sure it is. Um I feel you, man. Um Oh my god. I'm I'm not I'm not a showboater by any means. So reading stuff like this feels so. Icky. I think I think that there's plenty of people who play RDO, who have had some epic. That's ass. Red Dead Online, John. Yes, thank you. Red Dead Online. <laughs> I think there's been people who have played the game that are not subjected to this clan's restrictions that have had 
the stuff of legends style gunfights as well. I oh, totally I, have a feeling it can exist outside of this regimented I, brotherhood. One hundred percent, I agree with you. I definitely think I've had epic. What do they say? Ed, epic adventures and legendary battles, yeah. for sure, in multiple different kinds of games. Um, but to say that you're definitely going to have those with this clan after all of the stuff that we've gone over feels a little hollow feels a little like marketing marketing. I think it's fantastic. That's what I'm in school for, but it can be used for evil just as much as it can be used for good. Um, and this feels like more leaning on that side. Um, so yeah, every, uh, I don't know all, all this stuff. It it just initially seems pretty cool and fun, but when you start to do actual some actual research and looking into how they treat some of these members and the mentality that comes along with it, it it's it it feels a little grossed uh, for me. Um, yeah. Come on, guys, just just start a podcast instead. Yeah, do 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 what we <laughs> do what what other white dudes do and just you know talk to a handful of people on the internet just crack a beer spend an hour you don't have to play animal crossing you don't have to play any games yeah just have fun with your buddies you can you can i'm look if if kyle if you wanted to pick up animal crossing right now and we wouldn't kick you off off the podcast (laughs) i'm telling you that boy that boy tn tom nook yeah man he's on my back um, so just one last thing, because I wanted to get, uh, try and find somebody's, an interaction that maybe somebody had had. I found on Reddit, a guy with just a, the most fantastic username, uh, talk about their experience meeting some Reaper Lords in Red Dead. His name is Yeetus Burritus. <laughs> yeah, boy. And, um, <laughs> don't, don't we all eat burritos? Yeah, we do. <laughs> He says, a few months ago, my friend and I saw a huge meet of them and were like, wow, cool posse. Then they started role playing. One dude was acting like a drill sergeant or something, and the rest of them were all like, sir, yes, sir, and crap like that. I was dying laughing in voice chat. Anyway, one of their lords was like, you think this is funny? Angrily. My friend and I said it was hilarious, and oh, man, they got pissy. The whole voice chat, the whole voice chat was filled with, uh, we are a serious organization who are pro level at the game and stuff like that. Then my friend and I left because they were being toxic to everybody in the lobby. Are they for real or were they trolling us? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's epic. Yeah. Because it, it's like insulated. It all seems like cool and exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get out in the real world and you start doing drills in the middle of a fucking field and like two homies who are smoking weed riding their horses looking around yeah. for like shit. Tying up like d- yeah, other like- players and putting them on train tracks and watch them get run over. Yeah, yeah. some just some good hijinks. You yeah, know? normal bro stuff. Exactly. Uh, they 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 come across people playing fucking Full Metal Jacket. They're gonna obviously have a laugh. There's no fucking way. looking through their eyebrows on their with their yeah. headsets on. Because mm. um, I'm all I'm all about like the guild life and like you know contributing to a cause and everything. But the the RP going to that level of like abuse is like not, yeah not fun not yeah fun. i mean imagine like if like we've all we play D. like imagine if you were to play D like this and have no levity that's yeah. not fun for anyone no well, you to, know what i to mean play to, it's it's like if you were to walk into starbucks <laughs> and 
play D&D aggressively at someone else's table. Yeah. Yeah. Like full tilt, like no chill. Yeah. On somebody else's shit. Because it's like you're interrupting everyone else's fun at that point. Yeah, exactly. So great entertainers, but they're really they have a stick up their ass. Yeah. Well, and if you're like a full on like, you know, entertainer, entertainer, you you don't play it like this or you play it so seriously that you're like a Daniel Day Lewis level act. You know Ah, what I mean? Like there's a beyond the beyond. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So drinking everybody's milkshake. Start painting with your left foot. <laughs> Two rapid fire fucking Daniel Day Lewis references. Wow, nice. <laughs> um, so that's that was Reaper Lords. I just thought it was fascinating to to see a bunch of like people in real life getting on and role playing to such a level that is not fun for absurd. Only it's only fun for the people at the top, which we need less of in general right. in the world. Um, so to perpetuate that in an, uh, in a gaming space where that's typically for people who, like I mentioned earlier, have social anxiety, have, maybe they can't leave, have some sort of disability that, that prevents them from going out and to have people privileged people like this, be able to get on and ruin that safe space for mm. other people or take advantage of people who otherwise don't know what's happening is fucked. And you're fucked if you do that. So that's where I'm at. I have no problem starting a clan, playing it, RPing, doing that shit. But the moment that it it encroaches on other people's existence and ability to have fun, sorry, dude, you're the bad guy. You know, so it's it's the same thing with like uh, you know mosh pit rules. Like if your fun is ruining everybody else's good time. You punch you him right the, in the face. <laughs> you are the asshole. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You pick up people who fall down. You, like that's, you know, there are those etiquette things that mm-hmm. you try and make people feel accepted and comfortable and, and not be a psycho about it. Yeah. Gomer Pyle. Don't go. Don't be Gomer Pyle in Red don't, Dead. Don't do it. <laughs> it's bad. It ends bad for Gomer Pyle. Private <laughs> Pyle. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's uh, that's Reaper Lords. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.